Hello and welcome to Sailor Time to Pause. I'm Sam and this is Musical Musings. Let everything that has breath praise. Something that's been on my mind recently, even though it sounds so simple, is simply coming into a mind of worship with a, the sole purpose of bringing praise and thanks to the Lord. I briefly talked about this with Gracie in the last So What episode, but over the summer, I felt I've been through a few phases in my worship. From being all in in my worship, in a setting where I'm comfortable and on fire for God, but moving into other scenarios that are less comfortable and then really struggling to enter into it. My mind is trying to be all in, but something in me is holding back for some unknown reason. And with that in mind, I've chosen a song, Everything That Has Breath, Praise. I purposely invite you to come with me into this podcast and worship with a mindset of pure worship, simply here to bring glory and thanks to the Lord and not for myself. This time is not for me, but for the Lord and to maybe assist you to do the same. So as we take time to pause, I pray that through these few minutes, we can do just that. I will stop and breathe in your presence, just breathe, just breathe. For a long time, this has been one of my favourite psalms probably because of its simple message. Psalm 150. Hallelujah. Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise him with a blast of the trumpet. Praise him with strumming of soft strings. Praise him with a cassonet and dance. Praise him with banjo and flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolins. Let every living, breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. This psalm, dating from around 515 BC, lists all the popular instruments of the times. Strings, drums, trumpets, banjos, flutes, mandolins. This final psalm basically concluding and stating, praise him in any possible way. And I guess this comes as a challenge. There seems to be this idea in worship where we choose a style of worship that fits us, which by all means, yes, praise him in any way you see fit. But at the same time, if we don't necessarily like the style of worship in church, does that change how we enter into it? I'd like to say it doesn't, but I'm not always sure. I also think this message must go beyond simple sung worship. In Colossians 3 it says this, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give thanks to God the Father through him. And it also carries on later to say, Servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters, and don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God. Confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. 
Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. So basically, whatever we do, we do it in worship for the Lord. This is easily done when we enjoy something, but when we do something we're not enjoying, it's not always that easy. It's a discipline we need to practice and learn. These are the first words of this song, and they are a perfect start for entering into worship, lifting our hands to the heavens, entering a posture of surrender as a sign of service, bringing ourselves in service and a gift for the Lord. We reach to touch his garments. In Luke 8, starting at verse 40, it tells us of a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had seen countless doctors, spent all her money, but nothing and no one could heal her. Jesus, who was on his way to help a synagogue leader who had been pleading with him to come and heal his daughter, was surrounded by a crowd so big that it almost crushed him. This woman pushed through the crowd to simply reach for Jesus. Immediately after touching his cloak, she was healed, simply because she believed. Through the act of simply coming and reaching for Jesus, he can do immeasurably more than we could think or imagine. In this time, Lord, we simply come. We know what you can do and your power. You are amazing, Lord. We refuse to go through the motions when the King is in the room. Through our worship, we know God is listening and will turn up. We know, God, you are here with us and you hear our prayers. You hear our thanks and worship. John chapter 12, Jesus anointed at Bethany. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here, a dinner was given in Jesus' honour. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining in the table with him. Then Mary took out a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it onto Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with a fragrance of perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold for money to give to the poor? It is worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. 
The oil she poured out onto Jesus was clearly very expensive. Mary clearly felt the same way that this song does. The challenge for us is, as it says in the song, what kind of an offering are we bringing? We refuse to bring an offering that doesn't cost us anything. What are we sacrificing for the Lord in our worship? We sing, He is worth it, but how do we show it? I love how the bridge of this song expresses how it doesn't really matter how we come before the Lord and give praise. What matters is that we do what we do with all our hearts. We're not there for ourselves, we're there for him. He loves this and hears us and through our obedience, without us even knowing, will bless us more than we could ever imagine. We love you, Lord.
This has been Sailor Time to Pause, a podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. I'm Ian. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Sam. If you've enjoyed journeying with us over these last few weeks, join us every Monday. Or any day that works for you. To spend time together, taking time out to pause, catch our breath, draw near to God and refresh our spirits. We share Bible teachings, reflections on songs we're listening to, and on what's going on in the world around us. As well as this, on the last day of the month, we look back and reflect, share any thoughts from our listener community and ask what we can take from it into our daily living. What we call our personal So What's for the month. Join us, making us part of your regular routine, spending a few minutes to listen to what God might be saying to you. Find us on your favourite podcast streaming service. On Facebook. Or YouTube. By searching for Selah. That's S-E-L-A-H. Time to pause.